0: Hi everyone, this is Wanda Thomas and I want to thank you for listening to the Lattes and Lenses podcast. This week I want to talk about clients who don't pay and building your business. So early on in my career as a professional photographer, I took on different types of um, sessions or work Because first of all, as a photographer, that's what you do to try to fill out what, what sessions and, and gigs you like and what resonates with you and what doesn't. So I took on an event and the client was within my network. So, you know, I'm part of a lot of different networking groups. So the client came to me and said, well, this is what I'm paying, but I, you're in my network and I want to give you the business. And I said, that's perfect. And because she was what my husband likes to call doing me a solid, give, giving me business, um, because we were part of the same networking group, I felt like I'm going to do her the same. I'm going to extend to her the same level of courtesy. So I asked, what is your business? what is your budget if you're letting go of another photographer canceling your contract I'm going to kind of meet you at that at that price point so let's kind of you know one hand is it one hand strokes the other I don't remember I don't know what the saying is but anyway we're going to um kinda of meet each other at our middle ground so I met her at her budget she paid the deposit now uh, it was agreed upon and it was stated in our contract that, you know, somebody else would finish paying off the balance. And um, I said, okay, so I showed up and I handled the event, I photographed it. It was a very lovely event. And uh, so I never finished getting, I never got paid for, my invoice never got completed. Okay, she never finished paying the invoice. So and so was going to pay for it, so on and so forth. Um, now, it's been a few years, and I, I'm realizing that this person has um, has kind of been putting out to our our mutual people that I did not provide the level of service that was contracted. And I said, wow, hmm. Okay, now mind you, this has been about three or four years. And since we are part of the same networking group, I couldn't figure out why I wasn't getting work from this group. And it's because this is what's been going on. Fast forward to last year. I have another client who makes a recommendation and the person that he referred um, dilly-dallied and took their time on image selection, product selection, Um, they had a lot of Things going on, and um, so we finally do our in person selection, our in person ordering, and you know all of that. But I feel like if it takes you six weeks to finally get to this point of image selection and approval, like album approval, then I'm not the only one who's having a problem here. Like your personal life has kind of gotten in the way, so. I share these two these two stories because at the end of the day the client is not always right. Let me repeat that. At the end of the day the client is not always right. But as business owners we still have to eat that because the client will never tell a referring person. Oh, by the way, while they did fantastic work, I never paid for I never finished paying the photographer. Or while they did fantastic work at my event, I took 6 weeks to place my order, which is why it took 2 months to get my albums back. They never say that. Um And, or an event planner, event planner, I hear this from my event planners all the time or my makeup artists all the time. While um, they say, my event planner screwed everything up, my event planner did this. Uh, Well, did you have those communications with your event planner? Did you confirm? Did you let them know what you wanted? You know, as service providers, While we are professionals in our field, we can only do but so much for our clients. If you don't confirm, if you don't follow up with an email that we send you, then our hands are tied. And yes, while these are huge investments that you are making for events, at the end of the day, you still need to follow up with us. You still need, as a client, to... Pick up the phone, answer an email, and while you know, weddings or bar mitzvahs and um, your nonprofit uh, events with 300 people, while they all still need to happen, and you are the face of this, you have hired service professionals to provide a service to assist you in planning these events. And we are here to guide you to the best of our ability but with that guidance comes a certain level of responsibility it's like being a boss you know you go into work and your boss says has a certain level of expectation in order for you to get paid if you do not do your job you do not get paid or you will you will get paid until you get fired so think of us like that you are our boss you need to dictate to us what you want Okay, and if you are paying us for work that is shoddy, and if you're not dictating to us what you want, the work will be shoddy. You will be unhappy, and at the end of the day, nobody's happy because you will withhold payments. You will start bad mouthing people, or the service providers on on social media, um, and then there will be no referrals to the service provider. And then you will have a bad taste in your mouth about us. And nobody wants that. So I think, you know, for, from the two stories, the two two examples that I had given, I think, you know, the way my clients may have been able to handle it better was by saying, Hey, listen, thank you very much for um, providing me this, you know, meeting me at my, at this such a, such a discounted rate. Um, is there something else we can do since so-and-so hasn't agreed to pay the remaining balance? Can I pay you over time? And I absolutely would have done that as opposed to not paying at all. Okay. The client from last year, um, things are just out of control. I have a lot going on with this, with this whole new life. Um, it was a it was a wedding that's why i say that um say it like that uh so as a bra as a new bride um she had a whole lot going on so i think you know her communicating that with me as opposed to me assuming what her situation was would have been a lot easier um you and you have to take that ownership over your life as a client you've invested a lot in a photographer to document your life and your memories and assuming that Um, we're going to handle all of this and we're just going to deliver a product without knowing that's like showing up at a pizza shop and saying, I want a pizza and they don't and you, but you haven't decided, you haven't told them pepperoni, sausage, meat lovers, veggie, you know, veggie Hawaiian. They don't know. They just give you a pizza and you're mad now because you didn't complete the order. You know, so that's the takeaway there. You know, you have to tell your service providers what you want and you have to do it in a clear and concise fashion, you have to, you have to communicate openly and effectively. So everyone is happy. You are paying for this, you know, and if it's, if it's a budgeting issue, then many, many service providers, I mean, at least from my standpoint, I I work with a lot of flexible service providers. Um, but if not, then find someone who does fit, your budget or find a a way to DIY it. Pinterest is fantastic for that. Um, my friend Jeff got married and, uh, recently and he and Erica did a great job at just allowing all of their friends to photograph this and do social shares. And that just kind of did away with a lot. Uh, they did hire a professional photographer, but the, the budgeting aspect around it was fantastic because they didn't need a lot of formal pictures since they did a lot of the social shares behind it. So there are ways to capture an events from a photographic standpoint that don't have to eat into your budget, depending on the type of couple you are or person you are. Um, so you can, you can work around that. Uh, so that's my, that's my, that's my takeaway for today. My, and my call to action for you is this. Really investigate your, who you're hiring. Look at, ask them for some flexibility and really decide what you want out of this because not paying your service providers is not an option. Okay, imagine if you went to work and they said, well, you know what? You've worked two weeks. We're only going to pay you for four days. You would be livid. That's what you do to us when you don't pay us our complete invoice amount. So, um, you know, and then karma, karma is what it is, It will, you know, um, and I don't want to say what goes around comes around, but you know, it just, it's just, just not nice to not pay your service providers. Okay. So look for other ways to document your day, handle an event planner. Um, maybe you just do a day of, and you get some friends to help you through the process leading up to it. Um, the same thing with a makeup artist. If you cannot afford a makeup artist, go to a local cosmetology school, go to a local community college and see what they can do. Um, there are lots of options on this to help make your day budget friendly. Um, so what I'm going to ask now is what are your go-to tips for maybe having, uh, if you have a, uh. A lesser budget or smaller budget i should say and docking and getting things done for special days and events leave them in the comments if this podcast resonated with you i would love to have you screenshot it and share it on social media and tag us if you didn't like it don't bother um you know, and then just leave me some comments and let me know what what made sense with you. If you're a service provider and if you've gotten stiffed, let's talk about it. Have a great afternoon. I will talk to you later. Bye.